You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week on the Bearded Theologians, we're going to continue uh, with our discussion on the book of Ephesians. And uh, this week, uh, we're on Ephesians chapter 3. Uh, so, Zach, as you uh, dove into Ephesians 3 this week, what, what were some things that stuck out with you? Well, I think, I think the big thing of chapter 3 here is um, Paul digs into um, this, this idea of or not the idea, but the reality that that the good news of Christ, that that the hope and grace that that brings is for all people, uh, Jew and Gentile both. And uh, in if you remember, Ephesus is this kind of melting pot of people. There's there's Jews, there's Gentiles, there's uh, I'd like to say everybody in between, but that kind of gets everyone. Um, but you can tell that he's talking to this tension that well, is God only for the Jews or is God only for the Gentiles? Um, and, and Paul is really speaking to that. We see in, in verse six, and this is God's plan. Both Jews and Gentiles who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessing because they belong to Christ Jesus. By God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. And, and I think that's in, uh, just insanely relevant to us today because we're still fighting this battle. Maybe not so much, well, probably between Jew and Gentile, but maybe a whole lot between us Gentiles, right? Because that's who, who we are, uh, in a sense. Um, you know, the Protestant denominations and, and, and Christians and folks, we, we argue this. No, no, we're special. No, we're special. No, we're, we're the right ones. And, and Paul is reminding the Ephesians here, this church in Ephesus, that, oh, no, it's for all people. Uh, this good news is for Jew and Gentile alike. And to divide yourselves in that way is, is not okay. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, that's kind of what jumps out for me today. You know, as you were talking about that, I was thinking, still thinking um... – you know, you, you, you kind of pointed out verse six there um, that um, I like how Paul says this plan is that Gentiles would be co-heirs and parts of the same body. Um, and I think that that's where we've missed the mark in regards to denominational Christianity. Yeah. Um, I think when we, you know, if you go back and read the history, which I would encourage people, if they're looking for a good history book, uh, who saw uh uh, what's what's his name? Uh, who saw uh, who saw um, Gutierrez? Is it Gutierrez oh, yeah. or Gonzalez? Yeah, it is. One of the two. I don't have any on my shelf, but I know who you're talking about. Gonzalez. Uh, his books on um, his books on Christianity, history of Christianity, are great books to read. Um, and and I, I think that that's part of our problem. We've forgotten where we've come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you, and you know, this is something that our denomination is struggling with right now in regards to Methodism. Is that we I have forgotten that when we became united, we united from different spectrums together and that those different spectrums meet, bring different things. And to try to understand those spectrums, I think would better help our conversations. I'm not going to say they're going to solve our problems, but I think they would better help our conversations, understanding where we come from 
like when, you know, a, a Gentile would come in and have a discussion with a Jew, understand that they're going to have a different perspective on, on things, you know, and, and I think once we start to understand, like when I would teach introduction to uh, Christian theology, the first week we would talk about where we came from, mm-hmm. what was our church background what was. And what I discovered was, is that uh, groups that came from particular backgrounds were going to think and talk in a specific way. Mm-hmm. And, and then to, for me to be able to get this information across to them, I was going to have to be able to understand their language, to speak their language to them, for them to understand it. Right. Um, and, and to acknowledge that we come from different places um, to the faith. And I think Paul's trying to remind the Jews of that, that we're coming from different places, that we're, you mm-hmm. know, like some of the Jews and Gentiles and um, and I think that when we um, look at our own Christian, you know, I almost want to call it segregation because that's really what it has become. But now, you know, people, there are people that are so disenchanted from what, what's the difference between a Baptist and a Methodist, you know, and there's huge differences, huge theological conversational differences um, that we've forgotten those two. And so now we're just like, can't we all just get along? Well, right. no, because we don't speak the same language. Right. And and yes, Christ is our unifier. Christ is who we, mm-hmm. you know, lift ourselves up to. But um, the, I think the struggle is is that we've forgotten that everybody speaks a different language, and trying to get everybody on the same page is is almost is really difficult. It is really difficult. And I mean, you just take that in the scope of the Methodist Church, not even globally, uh, <laughs> since we're a global church, but just just in the States, right? Right. Um, it, depending on where you are, um, you pull um, ideas, you pull uh, beliefs from that region, and um, that shapes who and who the church is and how the church functions and what the church believes, um, even even more so than <laughs> the Book of Discipline and uh, other things. You know, it's, it's what we know, it's the world that we live in that shapes a lot about what we believe. Um, even though Christ is the unifier, we still disagree on other things that are big pieces. Um, a lot, and a lot of it depends on where we are, what our context is. And then you open that up to the global world and it's a, it, it's insane uh, because you have now a globe that you're trying to fit these pieces into. Um, and, and they're not the big piece of Jesus, but it's, it's all this other little stuff that, that does, it segregates us. Um, and, and it makes it really, really hard, uh, to do that. But those are really hard and really good conversations to have, whether it's in the Methodist church or in. And I think that that's where like, like asking people where they come from and whether they were Mm -hmm. lifelong Methodist or lifelong Baptist, you know, what did they learn? You know, like having that genuine conversation is one, I think something we've forgotten how to do. Uh, right. Especially in our today's society, where we're we're, oh, yeah. we're much rather be divided than we are yeah. united. Um, right. And um, the other thing that, and you talked about this in our pre-conversation, but it just stuck with me as we were reading back through it, is Paul's uh, uh, ego coming <laughs> yeah. out in, in eight through the end of this chapter. Mm-hmm. It, it like. Had you not said something about it, Zach, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have read it as such. I probably would have just right. read it as, oh, he's just trying to get them on board with him. Right. And But then when you talked about how he's making it about himself being mm-hmm. kind of being the center of it, like it right. totally changed the way that I read that text. Like, gosh, like what a jerk. Like it what, does, right? Why to be a pompous jerk on this? And well, well, so verse eight for our listeners, 
Paul goes in from, I have the privilege of spreading this good news in verse 7. In verse 8, it says, though I am the least deserving of all people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. And it's like, Paul, dude, calm down. <laughs> this, this whole letter would have been as great without that. Uh, well, and Paul kind of interjects himself into it, which is, which is what we all do. So let me read the common English because it reads a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, God gave his grace to me, the least of all God's people, to preach the good news about the immeasurable riches of Christ to the Gentiles. So like what's interesting about the way that you read it, what, what mm -hmm. translation are you reading? Uh, it's New Living, I think. Okay. So like your translation definitely makes it more centered around Paul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where mine is, it feels like he's acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. and saying, you know, yes, he is the least of all the God's people. And, and right. then, like, that's where you would have to know Paul's history to see why right. he would feel like he's undeserving. Although I would say that, Paul, you were a Jew. You right. had the privilege. Right. But we won't get into that. That's a whole other podcast. Right. Um, but, you know, that uh, preach the good news to preach the good news about the immeasurable riches of Christ to the Gentiles. It, it takes that – it kind of turns it on its head a little bit from what you it had does. read. It does. And, and it gives me a little hope, but man, when you were talking about that as you're reading through it, it's like, man, I just, but then when I read, and this is where the, the beauty of um, different translations and where it can draw you in to different right. conversations can bring. Right. Um, I, I think that that's viable for us. Like um, my seminary, one of my seminary professors always said, you know, start with the King James and work out. And so mm -hmm. that's, when I, uh, when I do sermon prep, that's what I do is I start with the yeah. King James and work out and, mm -hmm. and land, usually land with a common English. Cause that's the Bible that I really like right now. And it's really speaking to me and it, I just feel like it's the best translation for us today right now. Yeah. Um, but it's always kind of cool to see how that takes shape within the sermon and, and, and all right. that stuff. And, um, you know, that's why I would caution you, uh, listeners that as you're reading your scriptures, don't just be stuck in reading one set of, of Bibles, you know, get many different Bibles and, and, you know, the great thing about the um, Bible app is that you can scroll through those uh, translations fairly easy. You can get them parallel. Won't, won't some yeah. of them do parallel? Some of them will do parallel. I encourage you to do that. That's always a fun thing. Um, and, and so I, I guess, what do we do with this? What do we do with this idea that, Hey, um, Paul's acknowledging these differences. Um, acknowledging that Jew and Gentile, you're no special, no more special than each other, right? Which is, which is a lot of what Jesus said. Look, you guys, this is for, for all people. Um, what, what I've come to do is for everyone. And um, so what do we do with that today when we look at a very segregated and a very divided culture that we live in? One that just, we like to say we hate labels, but we subscribe to them and live into them constantly, um, whether it be socially or politically or religiously. Um, what do we do with this letter, with this piece that says, hey, you know, our job here is to build this one thing around the love and grace of Christ. Um, what do we do with that? Well, I think that that's where, you know, the, the challenge of this week is maybe reach out to someone who's different than you uh, from a different tradition. But that and, would mean we'd have to reach out to somebody who doesn't think like us. Sorry. Well, sassy to me. <laughs> well, Paul, uh, pull your head out and uh, and 
right? And, and you know, actually get to know somebody. I, I think you'd be uh, um, surprised yeah. at what you can learn from somebody who thinks differently than you. Uh, yeah. And, and that's one of the things I get tickled about because, I mean, I have some congregants that don't see things the way I do, and I get tickled when they come and talk to me about it. Because one, it's, it's a point of growth for both of us. Right, um, right. I love those conversations. Um, the other is, is that it helps me see something differently in a, in a good and healthy way. And I'd much rather do that than just be self-centered like Paul was <laughs> in today's reading. Um, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I believe God called me, but I believe he called everybody else too right. um, to participate. But, but you're, you know, to go back to something you said of, of man, we've got to learn. We, we have to listen and we have to be able to say, to, to listen to people, to other, you know, somebody who doesn't believe the same way we do, uh, whether that's on big things or little things, to then go, not to argue and not to change their mind, but to say, oh, here's where you're coming from. I understand, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that helps us, um, that helps us be a whole lot more empathetic to people. That was bad grammar, but um, it helps us be more empathetic, uh, rather, and, and, and truly feel and understand when people are hurting, when people have questions, rather than saying, I gotta be right, you know, and I'm right, my stance is right, uh, and you're wrong, and I'm gonna change your mind, which very much tends to be our culture. Right, and I always go into a conversation of, I'm not gonna change their mind, I'm going into a conversation about, what am I gonna learn out of this? What am I gonna learn? Yeah. You know, be open to those conversations, those opportunities that God gives you uh, in those situations this week, and see where that might help you grow. so going to our listeners today, we actually had two people yes. respond uh, and have written uh, on our iTunes account. And I want to read these to you. If they're from NT Girl 444444. <laughs> Uh, whoever you are, uh, please send us an email at uh, beardedtheologians at gmail.com and we will send you a sticker. Uh, yep. But you have a really good uh, response. He said, Bearded Theologians podcast has really opened a lot of conversation and perspective for me on my journey of discernment in the ministry. Mount and Zach opened the conversation to our faith journey and with input from the guests invited on the podcast to open the door for a deeper thinking of how to live the spirit in our day with the spirit in our daily lives. So thank you, MT girl, for, uh, for, 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 uh, the other one comes from, uh, E B E Brown, uh, CB one, uh, Zach and Matt. Uh, what can I say? Maybe because their hair on their face is more than on the top of their head is what makes these two spin the Bible in ways that make sense and helpful. Yep, it has to be the facial hair. Love the work you do. Keep it up. So those two listeners, if uh, if you would, uh, please send us an email and we'll be glad to get you a sticker. And we want to encourage you all listeners to, to go on uh, Apple or wherever you listen to our uh, podcast and um, you know give us the highest rating you can and then feel free to write whatever you want. Uh, some of those we may read on the air because we think they're awesome and friendly. And so yes. since these are the first two that aren't our wives or ourselves, um, we fail to read those online as well. Um, and so, you know, go on our website, beardedtheologians.com. We're hoping uh, starting in September, we'll get back to the blog uh, producing thing. Uh, we kind of gotten off on that a little while. And some of that was just, you know, uh, having the time and, and ability to do that and just you know, we wanted to take some time and rest and take care of ourselves because, you know, we don't get paid for this. This is a hobby. And so we treat it as such. Um, so go on beardedtheologians.com. Feel free to pick up some gear. Feel free to share uh, things that you like. Uh, we've got some really great 
podcast in the last really last few months. Um, there's just so many on there to listen to. Um, uh, and so we'd encourage you to go back and listen and, and don't forget to share. And so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.